fondle today. Fondled, huh? How much did it cost yeah, you? I got fondled. It cost me uh, about as much as a doctor's visit will cost you. Oh. Yeah. So a lot. Yeah, so a decent Because this amount. is America. Yeah. And it wasn't worth it either. So, <laughs> like, I'd, I'd love my money back, but it's whatever. No, I've... um. So, one other time this week, including last night, so t- uh, I guess two total days, I have had my first, like... I guess you could say like scrotum scare, scrotum scrot scare, scrot scare. Okay. Of the possibility of is there something wrong with my boys downstairs? You nut sack. Yeah, I was like, is there something wrong? So, I've been like on and off the workout scene a little bit. I went twice this month or this week. I mean, and so all day today I had this like I wouldn't say pain. Or anything like that in my right nutsack. But it was more like a pressure. Like, imagine somebody's pushing down on it. And it's, and it's, and it, and there's a little bit of, there's a little, it hurts a little bit, but it's not like super painful. Like, you could still, like, go about your business. And it wasn't, like, swollen or anything like that. I thought maybe, like, I was jogging and the up and down motion, because I wear boxers. So, oh, that's mistake number one. Up and down motion kind of, like, did something to it. So that was my first thought, but then as the day progressed, it like shifted to my left nut sack, and then it got a little worse. Oh! And then I was like, "It's, it's cancer. It could be cancer. Yeah, it could be. It could 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 be the big Neil, C." Neil Armstrong, as you know, Wait, Lance Armstrong, not Neil Armstrong. <laughs> Neil Armstrong was the astronaut. Yeah. Lance Armstrong was the the, the bike biker. guy who yeah. had who had testicular cancer. Now yeah. he's one ball. So like. Yeah. Yeah, so as as we as humans do, I immediately go on the interweb and I doctor myself and I'm oh, like, I've no. got cancer. It's absolutely cancer. And so I decide, you know what? I could wait until Monday to talk to my doctor and think about it for the rest of the weekend, or I can get an answer right now and just go down to the hospital. So I went down to the hospital. I actually went that to That was Ur- a fun one, right? I actually went to urgent care first. I went to urgent care first. Oh. The doctor looked at it and he was like, I would recommend that, you know, if what, like, I don't see anything, but I'd recommend, you know, heading down to the hospital, getting a testicular scan. All right. This past 24 hours, how many people have seen your balls? Three. Three. <laughs> counting you? No, four. Four. Three. Okay, four. Four total counting me. Okay. The- what, what were the genders of these... Of these other three. Two males, one female. Okay. All right. So the urgent care doctor was a guy. All right. All right. Mind you, I'm at that point. I've hit hit that point and maybe, you know, I'm late to the game. I've hit that point where I have, like, no shame whatsoever. So when when the doctor's like, all right, let me see it, I was like, Zip, give, drop, drop (laughs) drawers. There you go. Drop trial. Yeah. And it's like, check this, check this out, doc. So no shame. No shame whatsoever. I mean, so he looks, I'm like, sick, what's going on? He's like, let me tell you, I don't see anything. I can't notice anything, but I, based on what you're telling me, I would recommend you go get a scan. It's like, sick, pull up trial. Yeah. <laughs> now, he he was nice enough to tell me, he was nice enough basically to say, look, we're not going to charge you for this visit because we didn't do anything. All I did was tell you to go to the hospital. So I was like, you're, you're if cool. Anything, you, if anything, he should be paying you. I know, right? <laughs> I, like, I showed the goods. I've, I've seen peak shows and stuff like that. Like, I, I know what's going on. So I go down to Farrell Hospital. I uh, go inside the ER, talk to the people. I'm lucky it's dead there. There's like nobody there. 
So I'm like, sick, I don't have to wait in line or anything like that. So I get my urine sample done. I get the gown on. Uh, the doctor comes in, chit-chats with me. He's like, all right, I got to see it. And I was like, all right, here we go. I got the gown on. All I have underneath is my boxers. Lift up, boxers down. Check it out, doc. That's number two. So they decided to do a scan, obviously. Or no, they did an uh, ultrasound. That's what they did. Okay. I, so I was going to get my nuts ultrasound. Girl comes in. All right. Person who runs the ultrasound. So I'm going to take it out and get your ultrasound. How like, old was she? Dude, she must have been in like her early 20s. Early 20s. Like, must be. Okay. Describe her. Um, Just paint a picture for the listeners. Short. She's the ultrasound tech. She walks into the room. <laughs> she is a little shorter. I'm not saying she's like five, super five, short. Five, five, two. Like, maybe like five, three, five, four okay, margin. Okay, you know, okay. She, she, she's short. Sure. You know. What color hair? Brunette. Definitely. Okay. Definitely brunette. brunette. She's... She's not she's not skinny, but she's not overweight either. She's like at that thick? like she's like is she. No, I wouldn't say thick. Is she curvy? curvy. I'd say curvy. curvy. I'd okay. say curvy. That's all right. I'd That's all right. I'd say curvy. Comes in. What was her name? Did you catch her name? I don't remember, dude. You know me. I'm horrible with names. I'm god awful with names. This is your moment. This is so, your moment to shine. But it's okay. Yeah. Ship so, has sailed. So regroup. She, she wheels me down to the. Uh, oh, you're being wheeled. Yeah, she puts me in. She puts me in a wheelchair. You're in a wheelchair, but it's okay. not like your normal wheelchair. It's like um, it's like an old wheelchair almost, where it's. I I I think it's used for pregnant women. Okay, but I could be wrong. So is it? Does it have the one big wheel in the back and the two little ones in the front, or is it four little wheels? Um, there's two little wheels on the front. Two in the back, but they weren't, like, the normal big size. They were bigger, but they weren't, like, the big size, you know. They weren't, like, you couldn't. I might have, but I might have you to couldn't reach down go, a little You bit. couldn't go, I, like, handicapped basketball on it. Like I wouldn't do that, okay, no. Right, I, could pro- right. I could probably spin it if I reached down a little bit. But oh, okay, like, okay. You know, it, it was that. It, but with your nut issue, you didn't want to reach too it far. It honestly looked like an asylum chair. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Right. It didn't have straps on or anything like that, but it kind of looked like, like if you ever watched, like, a horror movie. And they were putting somebody into a, a chair and stuff like that. It, it looked like really like, I wouldn't say raggedy, but it looked old. It looked older. Like a, like a like a cuckoo's nest chair, right? sort of. Okay. Yeah. Without right, without the straps. Okay. So less Hannibal Lecter. Okay. It, exactly. All right. So I get in the chair. She wheels me down, takes me into the ultrasound room, and I'm standing by the bed. She's like, yeah. "All right, I'm gonna pull the curtain. All I want you to do, just drop your boxers, and then." You know, get in the bed, and then here's a sheet for you to cover yourself, and then let me know when you're done. I'm like, sick. Did she lube you up and stuff? Not yet. No, oh, we're getting there. Okay, we're getting there. Nice. It's called storytelling, man. It's, it's okay. called, right. you know, you gotta... Sorry, begin, I'm getting excited. You, you gotta... I'm getting excited. You're getting excited. You, you, I got a beginning, middle, and end, my friend. So, well, I Did you come or what? The <laughs> <laughs> gentleman never asked. Lady never <laughs> All right, very um, So, I get into bed, and I cover myself with a sheet. Gown is still on, but I cover my sheet, but no boxers. So okay. bare ass on the on the on the bed. Are you face up or face down? Face down, ass. Face up. down, ass. No, I'm face up. I'm <laughs> I'm face up. Um, so I was like, okay. And she comes in. And she's like, all right. He, I got two towels here, and basically the premise of the towels were you're gonna lift up the sheet and then you're gonna lift up your gown, and the premise of the towel was I have to expose my balls, but. She recognizes some people be embarrassed about having their dick flopping about. Also, the dick might get in the way of her ultrasounding. So the idea of the towel was she folded up and she's like, put the towel up. And then it kind of like I was supposed to hold it up a little bit while hiding it behind the towel. Let's just say that the towel 
is the most essential tool in the universe. Douglas Adams' Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has proven this for us. Yes. A towel has, I mean, endless uses. So, continue on. Yes. You're using, you're utilizing the towel. Yes. So, she's, so she does a quick explanation. I was like, sick. So, I take on my sheet, pull up my, uh, gown dick flops out and then yeah. she immediately like kind of like pushes towel to like hide a little bit and like holds it down it's like here you go hold that and i'm like holding my dick down like like you know when you're a kid and you're trying to hide your boner so you flip it up into your uh elastic waistband elastic waistband yeah of course Super bad taught us that rem- uh, basically made sure everybody knew hey the th- weird thing you used to do we all did it so the hibernating snake yeah exactly so it was so that's the position that my dick was in okay. in this moment so balls hanging out she gets like i see her, just gets, the nuts yeah just the nuts so like did you go texas belt buckle did you take the nuts over top or did you let them hang low and let them wobble to and fro and just, <laughs> just and just say, put just put the towel over over the shaft that's what i did the second okay, one. so I ha- so the towels over the shaft you didn't pull the nuts up no that might have hurt you cuz you're in pain that would also be really weird. Okay, so so grandpa's old pocket watch is just <laughs> is just hanging down and she's going to town. Okay, yeah. all, right, all right. So she's got the gloves on and she's got another towel that she uses that she like it's so that she could put her hands on like and stuff like that when she's doing her thing or whatever. So she's like, Okay, I'm gonna put the gel on, it's gonna be really cold. I'm like sick. Here we go, we're like, getting good. Sick, let's do it. So she puts the gel on <laughs> sound effects i loved it loved it perfect she puts it she puts it john it's like all right she she explains the process take five ten minutes blah blah, blah. like yeah, have at it let's go so she five ten minutes baby who you think i am <laughs> yeah all right um i know stallion <laughs> um so she begins to uh ultrasound my balls mind you this shit is fucking cold this shit is cold and she put a lot of fucking gel my nut sack was shining it was shimmering with all the gel that was on it like doppler it dick right yeah. now let me tell you the weird part. You know when you know when you're at the dentist's office and you get your teeth clean and you think to yourself, it's so fucking weird and stupid. Why is this person making conversation Why with me? Why is he talking to you? Why is you're, he talking to me? I yeah, can't, you can't respond. Yeah, I can't respond. That it's weirder when somebody's ultrasounding your nuts and tries to make a light conversation. At with least you. you can talk. But it's still a little weird. Still a little because she's like like she's like put it she's like not massaging You've it. You've apparently never but... been to a Chinese massage parlor. No, I have not. I've never had the pleasure. <laughs> but she's like running the, the thing over my nuts, you know, like trying to get the images and everything like that. And otherwise, like, oh, so, you know, what do you, you know, you know, uh, what do what you What are do? you in for? <laughs> yeah, basically, like, you know, what do you do and stuff like that? Like, oh, you know, I work at blah, blah. She's like, oh, yeah, what do you do? I was like this and that. And she's, we're talking about it. And like, she was talking about, like, you know, why I came in and everything like that. And we're talking about the fact I was back in school. I need like, a tetanus oh. shot. No, bitch, it's my nuts. What <laughs> <laughs> like, the fuck you think? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, do you, do you not know why it I'm would, in? No, it would have been real funny if you'd have been like, I'm getting a knee replacement or something like that. Like, why am I funneling your nuts? She's like, I just thought it was a perk. <laughs> it's like a sponge bath. This insurance is great. I'm going to Yelp review the hell out of this hospital. <laughs> yeah, that would have that been a great response. But I'm too busy being fondled. Well, to you think worry of you're it. dying of cancer at this point, so the jokes are out the window. Yeah, okay. I'm like, we can joke about it she's now. Touched, she's pressing let's, on let's, my nuts. Let's pump the brakes. You're not dying of cancer, right? No, so I'm we can not. make I'm jokes. Fine. I'm okay. fine. Okay. All right. So. All right. All right. 
I'm fine. That's that's the spoiler for the end of the story. I'm fine. But all the while, it's like, like we're talking about like I'm back in school, and she's like, oh, yeah, I was, you know, I was thinking about, I was, I was thinking about maybe I would, I would go back to school and stuff like that. And <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, I, I really like the career of fondling people's nuts all day. So yeah. I'm really thinking about going back. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't I, know, maybe be a like, teacher. <laughs> I was like, honestly, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But no, yeah. th- literally, she said, I want to go back to school to be a teacher. Yeah, literally yeah. what she said. She wants to teach kindergarten. As as she's like Dopplering your ball sack, she's, she's thinking. She's thinking. Yeah, little I, kids. I didn't. I didn't picture this. Yeah. But where where would you be twenty five years from now? No, this is not where I thought I'd be. So. Yeah. <laughs> I must say this though. I'm really gl- glad I trimmed my pubes up recently. I'm, I'm yeah, glad I did. did some man- recent I, manscaping. I, I am glad that I did that because I did not mm-hmm. see this coming a week ago. So happy I did that. So what's the um, prognosis? Did prognosis you- is I'm I'm there's nothing wrong with me. So the the consensus is I pulled a muscle. Like I I pulled a muscle or something like that in my ball sack. Okay. So to speak. So I'm not great on uh, with anatomy. We have muscles in our ball sacks. I don't know, but I I assuming I pulled something. If, whether it's not a muscle, maybe something else. Maybe I agitated something or bruised yeah. something. I don't know. You know, when I'm running, look, when I'm running, I got big balls and I'm wearing big balls. I'm wearing boxers and I got the loose fitting shorts yeah. on. So those things are going, they're out of control, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like a woman with big boobs that forgets a sports bra when she oh, goes yeah, to the gym. Yeah. Those boobs are just flying all over the place. My balls just, just I got to tell you, man, place. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a few years older than you. I got to give you some advice. When I was a young young lad, young buck. I was a boxer. I, I like boxers. You know the the old Joe boxers. You know the funny like bananas or whatever yeah. on them. Like I had those. Those were fun. You could buy them from Walmart for for five bucks. You know it was great, great shit. Now in my old age, I can't wear them anymore. I need more support. I'm. I need boxer briefs and i gotta get like the more expensive ones and they they gotta give you more support down there with all your pieces and whatnot Maybe. i'll be honest with you at this point i think i'm going banana hammock get that support all up in there you know keep things I secure don't listen <laughs> I, I don't want to i seem old okay but a jock strap if you're exercising don't knock a jock strap because it gives you lots of support Young people are listening to this, like, these fucking old guys are talking about jock straps. Listen, your you bare just, ass is out. You literally just heard, spent the past 15 minutes hearing me tell strap. a story about yeah. me and my balls. So No, like, I have a jock strap. I wear you it when I... You currently use it? Like... I, no, not not regularly, but if I'm going to exercise or... Yeah, I'll, th- I'll throw my jock strap on and it just gives you that support. You got to protect the family jewels, first and foremost. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, that's like the other half of my conversation. Yeah. Oh. The other half of my conversation is why is why is evolution stupid sometimes? What do you mean? Why are our nuts outside of our body instead of inside? Yes. I know this answer. I know this answer. Let me let me let me explain to you my reasoning first and you can okay. give me the proper answer okay. for it, okay? It is the dumbest, dumbest thing in evolution forever, ever since the chicken couldn't fly. For us to have our nuts outside of our body is the most sensitive, sensitive uh-huh. part of our body. And it's just out there dangling back in the freaking caveman era when they're going through bushes. How many a nut set can you think of that was cut on thorn bushes and everything like that? Just think about that. You think the invention of the loincloth. You think of centuries later, you know, the body would have been like, 
or uh, thousands of years later, the body would have been like, hey, you know, we're going to start like the process of retracting these up into a safer space. A lot of some animals have that. Yes. Some animals do. Here's the reason why. Human beings are not produce uh, semen, the sperm. Is produced in the nuts, in the balls, in the, in the testicles. The temperature required to produce semen can't be too hot. If it's inside our body, our body is 98.6 degrees, that's too warm. So it's got to be outside of our body. It's got to be a lower temperature. That's the reason why. I, I heard this. Like in the 80s, like glam rockers used to wear those real tight fucking pants. Yeah. They had problem fertility issues because the tight pants would keep their dick so close to their body that the body temperature got too warm and their sperm count went down for that reason. But that's also just bad evolution then. That's also just bad evolution. Evolution knows what it's doing or else it wouldn't happen. I feel like humanity shouldn't exist right now. I really feel like humanity is like the mistake of the entire evolutionary tree. That's not necessarily false. Yeah. Because that's that's bad. That's like designed to like cut the species right there. That's like when your reproductive organs are in such a vulnerable place. And then you're going to tell me, well, they would be up in your body, you know, if the temperature was right. Well, then why can't the semen just exist in that temperature? Come on, evolution. Get on the ball. So I'm glad everything worked out for you. I mean, is it still bothering you? you still yeah, it's still uncomfortable. You're, you're going to see me shift every now and then. Okay. It's 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 pretty uncomfortable. Did right they now. give you anything for the pain? No, because it's not bad. It's not like it. The pain isn't like scale one to ten. What's your pain it's like, number? It's honestly like a one, two, or three. It's it's really low, but it's one of those things where it's like it. I feel like it could. You get only worse. went because WebMD told you were dying of cancer. No, I only went. I wasn't gonna go, but then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? There's all these stories of people. You hear all these stories of people like, yeah, I just had you know a little pressure in my testicles, and you know I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was something bad, and then next thing you know, two weeks later, boom, cancer, or boom, testicular torsion, well, or he- boom. You know, hernia or I mean, something like that. And I was like, maybe this is like a precursor. Maybe it's a is, warning. The trick is you got to play with yourself more often, man. Like, you, you got you to gotta just have your hand down there frequently. And if you're fondling, you're not, if, you're, if you're playing with your nuts enough, you'll feel a little lump or something. And that's when you're like, oh, shit, got to gotta go. Remember, remember Tom Green, the comedian? Yes, I remember Tom Green. And his show on MTV back in yeah. the 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, Tom Green got had testicular cancer, and he had one of his testicles removed, and he wrote a song about it. And he said, basically says, you know, squeeze your balls, tease your balls, so you don't get cancer. Yeah. Scott, my balls and I are intimately known to each other. Okay, great. So, that's not a problem. Okay, fine, fine. It was one of those, like, it's better to know than not know kind of things. So I'd rather, yeah, fair. I'd you. rather, like, not spend the, because I'd be sitting here at this podcast thinking to myself, you know, I think I might have fucking cancer right now while you're sitting there cracking a joke or something like that. And I'm like, I missed the whole joke, dude. Can't, can't help you there. Fair so, enough. But everything's cool. Everything's copacetic. And I am ready to go. Ready to do this podcast. Ready to freaking your, go. Your nuts are ready. Yes. All right, well, let's get into it. We're going to do something, Adam. We used to do it all the time. We took a little break from it. We're going to bring it back just, just for today because I got some important business to take care of. We have a beer of the show. The brewski of the show is we coming have, back? We have a beer of the show. Well, 
we're not going to say it necessarily bring it back for good, but we're going to do it today because I've got a special beer that I want to talk about on this show. So this beer is from the Hop Asylum Brewery in New Wilmington, Pennsylvania. Your stomping grounds. Yeah, my where where I work and play all day. Yes, yeah. So New Wilmington has a new relatively new brewery called the Hop Asylum. And a friend of the show who's been on here a lot, Pat Lackey, P Lack, he actually was a guest brewer. And we've had some of his beers on the show before. Yeah, he's he's really good. He he does a lot of home brewing. And we've had some of his home brews on here before. We've talked about him. Well, he is also a professor at Westminster College, where you work also. And that's in New Wilmington. It's in the same town where this brewery is. And they have a, a cool little thing where they have a guest tap for the professors. So it was his turn to brew a beer. So he brewed this beer. i tell you the name of it. It is called DNA to RNA. RNA to Porter. Very scientific. It's a mouthful. It is. It's a mouthful. Very much. Um, by the end of the night, we went to the brewery last night. It was the unveiling of it. And uh, we had quite a few. We were feeling pretty good. By the end of the night, we were just calling it the DNA Porter. But uh, I was going to say, hey, barkeep, let me get some of that DNA. Yeah. So he explained it to us. He is an organic chemistry professor. And he basically said the central dogma of chemistry is DNA to RNA and then RNA to protein. It turned that's yeah. that's like the that's rule number one. Don't talk about Fight Club, right? This this is it for for <laughs> for chemistry. This is it. So he said it's just kind of like a little joke, little play on words, and you know we're all like, okay, yeah, gotcha. So. DNA to RNA, RNA to Porter. It is a Porter. It is quite dark. I drank this last night. This is your first time drinking it. Go ahead. Tell me what you think about it. Uh, I like it. I, okay. I enjoy it a lot. And you know me. There's not very many dark, dark, uh, hoppy beers that I really enjoy. I like this. I like this a lot. It's not. It's not too hoppy. No, I don't it's, think it is at all. Yeah. It's very, very light on the hops. But I think those of you that do love hops will still enjoy it. Um. It's dark, but it's not that heavy, to be honest with you. Like, it's, like, normally, like, dark, heavy beers sit at the bottom of your stomach. This is more like midpoint of the stomach, not the bottom, necessarily. So, um, it doesn't feel like it's very dark or uh, very heavy. I, I enjoy it a lot. Like, this is a highly recommend beer. Like, highly recommend? Highly recommend. Oh, like, if you're good. in the... If you are in the Westminster area and you love chemistry-based puns, then head over. Right? right? I know. No, it's a good beer, though. It's it's definitely worth a try if, if you're in the area. All right. Very good. Um, so I like this beer a lot. I really do. I, I went to this brewery, and we they had a couple of their own beers. We got a flight. I sampled them. And I'm not just saying this because Pat's my very good friend. I'm being dead serious. This was my favorite beer. Like, I sampled their other beers. They had a fruit beer I wasn't crazy about. They had a light beer. It was almost like drinking water. Uh, they had an Irish red that was pretty good. But this one was my favorite. I loved it. I think the name... I get I get what Pat's trying to do. He's trying to be witty with, with the chemistry pun. I think the name's a little bit wordy. It's going to lose some points for me there. 
but uh, the beer itself is excellent. I don't think it's too bitter, which you get from hops. Yeah. Um, I personally like a bitter, hoppy flavor more than most people. You don't have that with this. Um, stouts and porters, they're a dark beer. Sometimes they can be tend to be thick. Like you said, they sit in the bottom of your stomach, almost like drinking tar. You don't have that at all. This is definitely a nice consistency. And I really like the flavor. Malty and sweet at the same time. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I would have given this a 5 out of 5. But the name, I'm going to give it a 4.75 out of 5. Just because the name made you lose some points. But 4.75 out of 5 is a great score. That is the DNA to RNA. RNA to Porter at the Hop Asylum Brewery in New Wilmington, Pennsylvania. Pat, good job. Yeah, nice shout beer. out to you, Pat. It's very it's similar. Uh, he did another porter one time. He called it the Thunder Snow. We drank it. I think we did it on the show. I might be wrong. It's very similar to his Thunder Snow, which I really liked. But it's slightly different recipe, so... Good stuff. Good stuff. So, uh, have you been watching anything recently? We have, we've been a while since we got together. I yeah. Want to see, we'll catch yeah. up on uh, some of the stuff you've been watching. So, yeah, I actually Wait, watched... before we get into that, do you want to talk about the Pittsburgh uh, toy show? Oh, I mean, we, I we did. I don't, I don't we think didn't we, talk about it? I don't think we... We talked about where we were going, but I don't oh, think we... Oh, we didn't talk about the... Tip. So, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about the toy show, and we'll get into the shows we're watching. Those are two things I'd like to talk about in this episode. So, we did. We went, we went to the... The Pittsburgh Toy Show. Yeah. The Toy Palooza. Yeah, it was really good, I think. It was very nice. Um, we met up with some pals there. There was some people who met us there. Uh, my cousin came. My girl, my sister's boyfriend met us there. A couple of my old pals from high school that live in Pittsburgh now, they met us there. It was a great time. It was a little busy, but it, but I think it... The, That's an it, understatement. It was busy. It was busy. But we went to the Youngstown Toy Show a few months back, and I feel like this show was busier than the Youngstown one, but I felt like it still moved better. The Youngstown one was rough. Well, that's because that's one of the um, points that I will give the Toy Palooza show is that it was so much better organized yes. than the Youngstown one. You Not only just was it or- the event better organized, but like the people that brought their uh, tables uh and all their items they were so much more better whereas when you went to the youngstown one it looked like most of the toys were just kind of like thrown on the table and it was like here you go here you go have at it this one people were like putting in positions and setting little shelves up on their tables and it was like really legit and to be honest with you there was way less um free floating stuff that loose stuff as you would call it uh, just floating around. There's way less of that. There's a lot of things like plastic baggies, little tiny plastic cases, or like locked in other cases, depending on its value. Right. And I thought that was really interesting too, compared to um, the Youngstown show. Right. I I enjoyed it thoroughly. We we went through. We saw. We walked through probably about three times, and each time you would see something new that you missed the first time. Yeah. And some of that is like the vendors would place new things out but other times it's just you miss something you know and you, you see it the next time around i thought that was kind of cool um unfortunately i could have probably spent a lot more time there but i got ill we actually yeah, left a little bit early 
I just, I, I was very sick. I got, I was fine when we first got there, and it just hit me. And then the next two days after we got home, I was in bad shape. But, uh, but I'm good now. And I think, it, I think it was a good time. I do. I bought, I bought some stuff. I, unfortunately, you, you were saying there wasn't a lot of loose stuff there. And you're right. There was not as much loose stuff as I like. I like loose things. But lately, I've just been buying a lot of boxed stuff. Carded stuff. Just because what I want, I find it that way. I got a lot of Terminator stuff. You did, yeah. That was like your big. That, that was, was like your big, big goal. Thing. I went in thinking I wanted to get Terminator stuff, and I got some good deals, so I just couldn't pass them up. Um, some of those Terminator toys are real sick looking, man. I just, yeah, I I like the way they look, so I got a few of those. Uh, that's pretty much all I got. I got a uh, a figure from Hook. The, yeah. the Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman movie hook. I have a bunch of those opened. I got one that was carded. It was a good price on that. I, I dug through a bin to find it. Uh, I, I, there was some stuff I wish... There was a, a Funko Pop that I wish I would have got, a Mickey Mouse one. There was some Disney pins I wish I would have got. But when I got sick and we just left early. But hey, that means I got, we yeah, gotta go back. Absolutely. Go back. I'm still sick of the fucking Funko Pops. Yeah. They're, they're, a, they're a menace. Like <laughs> They are literally a menace at these shows. Yeah, you're not wrong. They like, are... Uh, Probably more than half the fucking show is Funko Pops. Yeah, and I remember when they first came out, and I remember seeing them, and I remember thinking, these are stupid. These will never last. Boy, was I wrong. They have lasted, and they're like a big collector item. Yeah. Like, collectors are nuts about the Funko Pops. And I've actually started dabbling in them. Now, it's just insane, the Funko Pops they have. So I've been sticking strictly with not even just Disney. I've been sticking with Mickey Mouse because there's so many Mickey Mouse there's iterations. There's a ridiculous amount of different types of Funko oh Pops out there. Gosh. I'm sure that there exists the trash robot from Judge Dredd that I'm... Rob Schneider was hiding in. <laughs> I'm sure that exists somewhere as a Funko Pop. If yeah. it doesn't, it's going to exist soon because somebody's the fu- hearing the this. The Funko company's listening to this right now. They're like, hey, if we don't have that, we're making it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get Rob Schneider on the line. Yeah. Let's get his likeness. So... um. I what was probably your favorite thing that you saw at the show? Like your favorite I'm not gonna say thing like your favorite set of items or your favorite table or So there was there was a couple items that stand out. There was one item this guy I actually know, he's the guy who ran the Youngstown toy show. He's the guy who ran the show. He just had a table at the Pittsburgh's toy show. And I went by his booth. He's got a toy store I've been to. He had a mint in the box, never opened, Battle Cat. I remember that. From Masters of the Universe. It had the saddle and it had the mask on. And it was in the original box. Pristine condition. He wanted $550 for it. But it was beautiful. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I don't know what kid back in the 80s decided to buy that and never open it. But fuck that kid. Dude, that kid made made a little bit of money. So yeah, so that was really cool. Uh, toward the end, right right around the time I was starting to feel bad, 
you pointed out to me there was a really cool like it's actually big it was an indiana jones i was gonna mention that there was there was it was really cool not just an indiana jones i think it was also han solo, it han solo right next to it it was based it was like these these we're talking like you if you recall like the nine what was it like the 12 inch judge 16 inch Joe figures yeah. whatever there we're talking like maybe twice that size yeah so like these are like tall. These are like large. These aren't toys. These are meant to be displayed. Is they, what they are. Yeah, they were definitely just. Yeah, they, they were just a collectible item that you could display. That they weren't yeah. toys at all. I, I actually wish I would taken a closer look at them. I'm sure the price tag on them was oh. very hefty, but but they were really nice. You turned me on to something that I was looking at a lot of the show, and I really, really started to like those um, Marvel Legends action figures Dude, that exist. I like, I was them. looking at them, I was They're like... so nice. I was thinking, and I was actually thinking about pulling the trigger on a few of them. Like They're I was so nice. You know what? You can... The thing about those, you don't have to get those at a toy show. Yeah. They have them everywhere. Like, you can buy them at Walmart, Walgreens, Pennies, oh. like... But you got you gotta look because they're like twenty bucks a pop. Yeah. But they're really nice. There were some at the show that were like fifteen. I know. There was a there were there were two Spider Man Noirs that I saw there. One was oh, like nice. one was like thirty, forty dollars, and then I saw another one that was like the normal twenty. I was like somebody's gonna get a deal so on I this one. I have some. I have some. I'll show you and I'll, sh- I'll post pictures of Are them. Are you going to keep them in the box? Like keep Right them- now, I have them in the box. I don't think so. I think I want to display them. I think I want to open them up and, and set up a display. But right now, I don't have a place for them. Yeah. So for the time being, for storage purposes, I'm keeping them in their box. But I think down the road, I would like to set them up. But right now, I just started doing the Marvel Legends. So I'm all over the map. I don't have like, oh, I'm just going to do Avengers. Oh, I'm just going to do X-Men. Oh, I'm just going to do Spider-Man Universe. Like, I've got a little bit of I'm everything. Yeah. So I almost want to like <laughs> pick something. And like when I have that series complete, display them together. Like the Infinity War Avengers, like fighting the Battle of Wakanda. Like that would be a cool yeah. scene to set up. You know, just, just that's off the top of my head. That's just one example. I mean, I was thinking like, I almost pulled the. I said almost pulled the trigger on a couple of them. There, I was gonna pull the trigger on the uh, Miles Morales Spider Man that, cool. that had the combo Gwen uh, Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. Yeah. There were two in one, and I was gonna pull the trigger on that one and like one other one. I was thinking about it, and I was like, I don't know if I'm ever gonna open these or to display them or leave them in the box to display them, but they come with those extra piece the build a figure build a figure in there that has like whatever villain or whatever it is in there like venom or lizard or something like that that you have to get all the pieces and my brain is like i'm gonna want to open those so i can put the extra fucking piece together but i know i want to say that too but at the same time there's part of me that's like this figure these figures are so nice they're so pristine i almost don't want to take them out of the box just to keep them looking good so that's why I was debating with myself so much that I was like, I just, I can't do it right now. I can't. I would think if I would do it, I would do X-Men, then Spider-Man stuff. There's there's a couple I really want, dude. There's a, there's a comic book shop. Well, it's not a comic book shop. It's like a, it's a gaming shop. They do a lot of like the magic and the Dungeons and Dragons gaming, like a tabletop gaming store. Yeah. It's, in, it's right by where I work. I walked in the one time. They had a couple of them. They had a Venom, but it was alternate venom where it was picture venom he's black with the white yeah opposite 
white oh, I know with the black. Talking, I know what you're talking about, yeah. So freaking sweet. They had $30 on it. I, I, we, I still might go back and get it. $30 is a lot for a toy. It really but it is. it is so nice. The white with the black opposite instead of the black with the white. That was a really cool one I want. Um, it, there's one I saw at Walgreens. It was only $13. I really kind of wanted to get it. It was from the Inhumans. It was Hera from the Inhumans. She's the one who has that yeah. hair that goes all over the place. The whole box was just her. But her hair was just massive, like out, like there was like fists coming out of her hair and just like, it was $13. Yeah. I'm like, that's a good price. They had, they had a few of those cheaper ones there too. They sell a lot of those unknowns or lower end, I, I'm going to say lower end uh, characters just for cheaper well price. Right. Yeah. There was that one that I almost picked up. It was, in fact, I probably would have hadn't I got sick, I would have went back. It was... Ten bucks, I think it was ten dollars, and those are normally twenty. It was some, it was either a villain or a superhero called Eel. Yeah. And I showed it to you. Yeah. I don't know who Eel is. No, I, I have no idea. But it was just like a black suit with the mask, a cape. But it was his fingers that intrigued me. They were like long blue. They almost looked like lightning bolts, <laughs> but they were just like long tentacles coming out of his finger. But that, that's what that's it was. Weird. That's cool. It looked cool, and it was ten bucks. I'm like these. These go for tw- twenty is the going price. Twenty is average for that. So if you can find them for fifteen, twelve, thirteen, like that's a good price. Yeah. It's just the ones I saw that I really liked were usually like twenty five or thirty, and yeah. I'm like, oh. Like I really, much. I really, I really wanted to get that Spider Man noir. I really yeah. wanted to get that one. Yeah. So Dude, in, into the Spider Verse, we both saw it. It's a yeah. great movie. I think we talked about it. yeah. We fucking love that movie. Yeah. Spider Man War might have been like up there like the funniest character because he was like so like out of touch he was so like out of touch with everything so yeah i watched it with my kids and and they love it like they're crazy about spider ham peter porker yeah they thought he was great i mean he was yeah but like we'll go to walmart now and there'll be like one and they'll like stop and look at it speaking of which you were right he was bitten by a radioactive human you you're right about that i apparently is he a spider that was bitten by a radioactive human because I was watching, I was, I watched it again and I was watching whenever they were telling their origin story and I was watching, focusing on his, they and talk it looked, over each other at that yeah, part. So it's hard to hear. And it looked like he was a spider that was bitten by a radioactive human and somehow turned into like a pig. Like it looked like the radioactive human bit a spider is what I'm saying is what it looked like. I, I'd have to go back and like slow it down to look at it, but that's what it looked like to me. I, I honestly, I'm doing all this. I'm doing all this like detective work in the movie. I could just easily Google the fucking thing yeah, I mean, and well, know his this? origin. Yeah. So, um, probably my favorite thing at the toy show was I found they didn't have an artist table. They didn't really have an artist table no, like I usually like, to like look the for. original art. They didn't really have that. I found the next best thing though. I found this guy who was set up his table and he's selling these coasters oh, yeah. and they were like four for like 15. And what he did was he took comic books and he cut out the pages and he cut out panels and he turned those into these really, really well-made coasters. Like, like we're not talking about plastic coasters. We're talking about like, they're ceramic. They're, right? Yeah. They were ceramic coasters and they look fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. You and our friend Coleman, who was with us, you guys each got them. And uh, no, I would 
argue that that is art. It's yeah, just it's, a it's a form. form of it's art. a form yeah. of art. And, so, and, and of course, that's what you gravitated towards, and that's that's your thing. And I I knew you would. And they were rad, man. They were pretty cool. I got a uh, Miles Morales uh-huh. uh, one. I've got I got a Spider Man and Venom in the same panel one. I got a Wolverine one, and I got an X Men like group one. So he, it wasn't just Marvel. He had DC stuff too. He there was had, a few. There was there was some Doctor Who stuff there too. Oh, like really? yeah. there were they because I guess Doctor Who had some comics, which why wouldn't he? I guess. Right. So there was some uh, Doctor Who stuff. There was there was some other things too, like I think like they had he had Archie too. Maybe. Oh yeah. He probably had some Archie there as Archie I, and Jughead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he had that. So that was probably my more favorite ones besides. You know all the Funko Pops that oh, existed yeah, the Funko Pops. at the thing. So, so the coasters were at the top of your list. Yeah, the Funko Pops were at the bottom. Yeah, so yeah. That was that was that was Very a lot cool. of fun. Yeah, I think when it comes, there are certain things where there are certain uh, mediums of entertainment where I will only collect certain things. Like, for example, take Star Trek, for example, or Star Wars. If I ever collected anything from those two. Uh, uh, TV shows slash movies, I would only ever collect like the vehicle models. Okay. I would never collect characters because there's just something. There's way too many characters. There's way too many of that stuff. But there's only one type of X-wing for the most part. There's only one type of you know Tie Fighter. There's only there's only one Millennium Falcon. Exactly. There's like, a bunch of different Enterprises, but they're all you know who gives a shit about some of the other ones. But I think it would be way too difficult to collect like action figures or anything yeah. like that of those. It's opening Pandora's box. It is very. I much. mean, as far as like the Star Wars guys go, I don't have too many of them. Like the three and three quarters, I've just I've always been looking for a Porkins. <laughs> you were the fat guy. I remember. Yeah, you know, Porkins. How can I not? How can I not? I watched the Star Wars Family Guy uh, crossover episode. Oh yeah, yeah I've seen that. <laughs> Yeah, I fun. just I want I want him, uh. But yeah, so it was a good time. We'll be back. We'll go back. I just have one request for all you fuckers that go to these shows. We live in America, and maybe Wear not deodorant. Maybe well, not. <laughs> not only that, you're 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 right on that point. Yeah. You're right on that yeah. point. But we live in America, and even if you're not an American citizen, you're in America. We drive on the right side of the road, so when you go down these fucking aisles, pick the right side yeah. of the aisle, because we're Americans, and that's how we drive. And I will say, you're right. It was just a couple fuckheads. 90% of the show, everybody was doing the right thing, and there was just that one fucker who just decides to stop and talk to somebody in the middle. There was plenty not of even, room not, to go off to the side, or or swimming upstream, you know? Yeah, not even that. Yeah, like, they would, they would walk on your side of thing going the opposite direction and they would plow through like they were not given any fucks at all so so i finally watched a movie uh recently it was on hbo and this is a movie that you saw some time ago you saw it in the theater and i don't know it looked bad but i kind of wanted to see it so finally now that it's on hbo i watched it and it was bad but I'd like to talk about it a little bit. Was it like so bad it's good or just bad? I, I don't know why I was thinking it was going to be better than it was, but I was wrong. I'm talking about the movie The Meg. 
oh, the shark movie. That, yeah. Yes, uh, I saw that. I just I love sharks, man. I do. Jaws is one of my all-time favorite movies. We've talked about that before. The problem with it is Jaws is so iconic that no shark movie will ever, ever live up to Jaws. That's the problem. I just, I thought it was going to be better than it was. What did you like about it? What What is it that you didn't like about the Meg? It was just very campy, which is okay. If that's what you're going to do. It's a Jason Statesome movie. I should have known. You keep saying, you keep saying Statesome. State Statham? Statham. 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 That's what it is. I thought it was Statesome. Not Statesman. Not Sta- Statesman. Statham. Statham. Yes, Jason Statham. Well, see, I'm not a huge fan, so I wouldn't have known that. I love, you J- love, the I guy. love Jason Statham. I, I agree Statham. the movie was not that good. Statham. I agree the movie was not that good, but I do enjoy Jason Statham because he is like an incredibly... He's just an action star, and he knows he's just an action star. Like, he doesn't try to do serious or anything like that. He's just like, I'm a big, bald, muscly man who can do a lot of shit. So I'm just going to do that. I don't know. They really promoted the hell out of this movie. They did some really cool things. And maybe they were maybe they were trying to catch lightning in a bottle, like a Sharknado or a Snakes on a Plane. But it didn't really have a gimmick, you know? It was just a giant fucking prehistoric shark. That... Which, here's what confused me about it. Let me tell you about the story. I'll, I'll agree with you. The, like, the story was really bad. Let me tell you about my confusion with the story. I didn't know there were two sharks. Yeah. And where did this other shark come from? And why did they only just see this now? And why is it bigger? Like, is it the mother of that other shark they killed in the middle of the movie? Like, that's what I mean by story time. Who knows what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <clears throat> it was supposed to be a twist. What's a twist? There's another shark. Uh, surprise. He ate the black guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's not, I guess there's not as much to talk about as I thought there would be. Other than the fact that I was disappointed, um. Had a good cast. Yeah, had a pretty good cast. Had a good cast. I just thought it was silly. And... I mean, I think it was sub- kind of supposed to be silly. I mean, all of Jason... It's like I said, Jason Statham's not like a serious... Not really a serious actor. He's done like some serious roles, but think about like some of the movies he's been in. Like, what was the... What was the Adrenaline Rush movie where if he like had his heart rate below a certain amount, like he would die or some shit like that, and... It, like part of that movie was him fucking his girlfriend in like public and shit to like keep his uh, like adrenaline going or something. Yeah, shit. dude. I I don't even pronounce his last name right. You're the fan. You should be the one telling me. That's like a pretty well known movie. That's like yeah. a pretty well known Jason Statham movie. Um, and like he does, he's now in like the Fast. Did, like, did you know that there's a spinoff to the Fast and Furious movies with Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham the character? Yeah, I did hear something about that. Yeah, so he's getting his. They're getting their own Fast and Furious thing going. Yeah, because nobody cares about Vin Diesel anymore in his story. Good. I don't know, man. I don't. I just. I wasn't impressed with it. I guess that's all we'll say about that. But there was something else that I've watched that I really wanted you to watch that I was very excited about. What is it? So podcast I listened to. This this is a show. I, I got to build it up a little bit here. This is a show I probably never would have watched on my own. 
I listened to a podcast and they briefly discussed it. And these guys were just like, oh, it's really good. So I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. It's an anthology. That's all it took. It's an, yeah, well, I mean, I just, it's an anthology. And the, the way they explained it is, it's an anthology that are like 10 minute long episodes. So I'm like, oh, I can do fucking 10 minutes. Like, that's nothing. I sat down, started it. I, I binged it. I watched the entire thing in one sitting. By the way, they're not all 10 minute episodes. There's 10 15, to 15. There's 15, 20 minute episodes thrown in there occasionally. I'm talking about on Netflix, it is called Love, Death, and Robots. Is that what it's called? Yes, that's yeah. what it's called. Okay. Love, Death, and Robots. It is an interesting show, is what I'm going to say. It's very adult. Yes, super, a, super, super adult. Yeah. Like, don't watch with your kids super seriously. Yeah. I know you want to. I know you're trying to. Me? Trust me, don't. Oh, no, I'm not going talking to. Talking to the audience. Yeah. Talking to the audience. Um, I'm only about seven episodes in. I... You texted me about it earlier, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm trying to watch a couple episodes, you know, see if I can get to it. And you were like, oh, they're only like 10 minutes. So I was like, oh, I'll be able to get to them easily. I start episode one. Episode next one was a good one. Next thing I know, I'm on episode three. Okay. And then I have to come drive here to go record the podcast. I didn't realize it was going to be an anthology. Had no idea whatsoever. So, like, I was watching episodes, episode one, which... Episode one is like... Do we... Do we do spoiler talk? Do we? Cause yeah, fuck it. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Listen, Everybody should watch it. This is the last topic of the podcast. If you haven't watched it yet, shut it off now. Okay, so go watch. Go watch the show. So episode one had the whole sequence of you know there's the humans and the monster fighting and they like connected to the monster with via like these brain links and they controlled them and stuff. Yeah. But it had the twist at the end where the hero of the story was just a robot and her actual brain was inside the monster the whole time. Yeah. I was kind of hoping to expand on that story a little bit. I kind of want to you see want more, more of it. I kind of want to see more of that story. And I thought that's kind of like what the premise of the show is going to be about, like at the beginning. And then episode two's like, oh, there's three robots in post-apocalyptic uh, Earth. Just cracking jokes. Cracking and jokes and cats. taking selfies with dead bodies and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Number is this, two. Is this part of the is this part of the original story? The is this first thing. The, the first one was one of my favorite ones. It was so good. The second one was one of my least favorite ones. I don't, I really like the second one to be honest with you. Here's the thing. At first when when I first saw the second one, I was like, I was first one was like, oh, is this what it's gonna? Is this an it? Oh, I guess they're standalone episodes. Yeah. And then I started watching, and I was like, what was the third one? Some funny fucking robots right here. What was the third one? Third one was called the witness. Um. Hang on a second. I, I've Googled a lot of these. Yeah, the witness is Oh, the witness is the, the time loop one. The time loop one time with loop the stripper? One. Yes, with the with the dancer, yeah. Okay. The that one was dancer. that one was creepy. It was a mind fuck. Yeah, it was it a mind fuck. It was meant to be a mind fuck, which totally I totally get it. The animation that they're that, first of all, every episode the is animation almost was so good. Animation is really good. Almost every episode is animated differently or its own style, yeah. I guess. They're relatively similar, I suppose, but like the animation in the witness, the uh, time loop episode, it felt like they turned down the frame rate a little bit, so it was almost like it felt it. It looked almost like Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, not the not necessarily the style, but the way that it was filmed. Um, it had like the. I want to explain frame rate, but I'm not going to explain frame rate. But it's like you you know when there's like lag and like and like you remember in the Spider Verse there was like it wasn't like one smooth motion. It was almost stop animation, yes. but it wasn't. It was kind of like that. 
So like the frame rate was looked like it was down a little bit on the show uh, or on this particular episode. The one animation I was not a fan of was the van, the uh, Dracula episode. I I didn't I, I wasn't a big fan of that episode. That like, it was very was it anime kind of esque a little bit. S- sort of yeah, yeah, but I was it it just took a, it was so different from all the episodes I've watched up to this point that I was like I'm just not. It's not grabbing me. I didn't me. care for the, the. I didn't care for that one. And the story just sucked too. Kind yeah. of. The story yeah. was not really. I didn't really care like for that one either. I really was a big fan of the uh, mech suit one. The farmer. The farming the farmers. One? That it's was my favorite so, one. That was so good. Basically, it's my favorite one. I'm so glad you said that. Basically, That's my favorite one. the premise of this story is, Ugh. for those of you that don't know, is there are these farmers, and it's like you know country, you know country uh, people, you know listen to country like music, heartland of America, like, yeah, heartland. farmers, they yeah. have cows, they have crops. Yeah, all, all of a sudden, stuff. all of a sudden, alarms go off, come. and you see this the wife going to like the shed, and there's like this advanced computer setup in the shed, yeah. but like, up, oh, we got some breaches on the south end, and like, all right, I guess I'll take care of it. And he climbs into this cockpit, and at first you're like, is this a tractor or something like that? No, it's a fucking mech suit. Yes, it is, and a it's goddamn- not a thing. It's, it's not a thing for these farmers. Like it's like it's it's another Tuesday night. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. it's it's a plow is what it is. It's yeah. all it is is a plow. And the farmer just, you know, he ri- he drives the mech suit out to this breach and just the, the, these, it's like, um, think of like in Black Panther, the barrier wall, not Black Panther, uh, Avengers Infinity War, the barrier wall that separated those monsters, um, from getting into Wakanda. It kind of looked like that. There was like a, almost like a shimmery shield that yeah. he, he went to on the south end of this farm. Yeah. And there was a hole that came through it, and these monsters started crawling through it. And they they kind of sh- looked like Starship Troopers. Like like bug-like monsters. Arachnids yeah. from that, kind yeah, of. Sort yeah, sort of. Or pitch black, like those kind of creatures. Yeah, and it he's had- just sitting there just pulling out these Gatling guns on this Meg and just shooting these things out. They're tearing up cows and everything like it that. It turns out to be a little bit of a bigger breach than they're used to. Yeah. So he had to call in help from yeah. the other local farmers. So then all these other fucking farmers, <laughs> fucking Jake, and I can't remember the other woman's name. Beth. 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 Is Beth? Or is that his wife? No. I, I can't remember her name. I cannot remember her name, but she's like a she's like a whiskey drinking. Oh, uh, Picture large Marge cigars, from Pee Wee's Big yeah, Adventure. Cigar smoking yeah. woman's like, all right, if we're gonna go, let's fucking do it, boys. Yeah. And like they just go out to this like larger breach, and it's just this monstrous swarm of bugs, and their rest of the folks are trying to get everybody into the fucking like a bunker bunker yeah. area and shit, and they fight off these monsters, and then the in the end of the fucking episode. Turns out, like it zooms out, yeah. like as they're in the heartland of they, you know, they defeat them at the end. Yeah, yeah, and it's sun's coming up. They're in the heartland. Dude's drinking coffee. Is like just another day or something. Looking out over like the that. field. Yeah, yeah, least. and then it zooms out, and then it goes through this fucking barrier and crawling all over the barrier. These bug-like things, the same bugs they were fighting, and it zooms out to this strange planet, almost like a Saturn-looking uh-huh. planet with the rings around it. And there are these little bubbles scattered throughout this fucking planet. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. Like, holy shit. It was shit. a really, really cool. That was like my favorite episode. That was that was the probably most mindfucky episode of the entire yeah, thing. I liked it so much. I was not a fan of the yogurt episode. I did the not watch- like the yogurt episode. When yogurt oh, takes yeah. over the world, I was like... You did like that one either. Not a fan. I of forgot this one. about that one. Yeah, I was not a fan of this one. I the last episode I watched though is it's between that or the farmer one, which is my favorite one, which is the um, one where it's uh, these 
guys in the spaceship and they're going through the slipstream and the guy wakes up like um, on the other end of the universe or on the other end of the galaxy or something like that and he doesn't know what's going on and he's got like an old flame that's there at the star base and he's trying to explain shit and it, it is the probably the most mind fucking like somebody got really fucking high and then wrote that concept down. Well, you said you watched this while you were high so that I wasn't made it hi- worse i wasn't high but i was like i i had smoked a little bit and then I watched this episode, and I made it at the end of the episode, and I was like, I fucking saw it coming, but holy shit. Like, the entire premise of it was, uh, there was a there was a syntax error in this Slipstream Gates uh, programming, and it occasionally would send ships, like, onto the far reaches of the galaxy, and there was nothing out there. Mm-hmm. And there was this entity out there this hive like creature almost yeah. like a bug like creature that was catching these ships and in putting... like a spider web in space yes it was a spider web in space and putting the people in there in like a almost like a matrix style stasis yes. where they would live they would live out like whatever dream they had or some shit like that and it was really fucked up because uh the entity like apparently cared for the people and like wanted to keep him safe because it keeps happening over and over and over again. But I think the biggest mindfuck of it all was whenever the main character of the story was like, he figured I want to know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And she takes him out of the simulation. And he's this, he in throughout the entire story, you see this like young in his like, you know, late forties, early fifties in shape, muscular guy, you know, commander of the ship, yeah, yeah. you know, all this the buzz cut military style cut or something like that, you know, just going out of business. And then when he comes out of the simulation, he's this think like, um, Christian Bale. And what was the movie he did where he lost all that weight and he looks sickly and stuff like that. I can't remember the movie, but you know what I'm talking about think like that like the dude is bony he's got no meat on him he's got grizzled hair he's got long beard it's all gray he's probably like 70s yeah he's, he's older yeah and then this creature comes out of this hole and he's like see i told you i do care about all of them and it looks like in the shadows i love the animation because yeah. it looks like in the shadows it's almost like a alien but it looks like oh it's like a you know sensual woman but it's still an alien kind of thing and then it comes out of the fucking shadow and it's a spider thing with this gaping fucking mouth just coming closer and closer and the dude screams and i'm like yeah that's fucked up yeah that's real fucked up and then he like wakes back up in the simulation not remembering anything yeah and i was like that's the matrix that's yep. all it is that's the matrix basically yeah that was cool was that the last one you watched that was the last one i watched yeah you got some other good ones. Dude, there's like, what, 20 episodes in, in the show or something like that? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to spoil any more for you or no, any fine. of the other listeners, but finish it. It's good. I want more. I want them to make more. And I think that it was like a different director did all of them. Different well, writers, different directors. It seems like, it looks like they almost have like different teams on all of them. because the an- so. Because the animation style is always different because like... I don't know this, but I've always heard like uh, some animators talk about like every animator has like their own style yeah, and the only yeah. kind of thing they work on. And you can, as an animator, you can work on other things, but you're not as good outside your style, maybe. So I imagine they got like different teams of like animators, writers, like they almost like change out the whole whole mess. Yeah, uh, I want more of it, and I feel like you know the net the joke about Netflix is. You get a contract, and you get a contract, and you get a contract. Yeah. I feel like that's actually something that might work with this. 
like send it to a fucking high school like film crew and be like fucking make something yeah and then like get thousands of these and just sit down and watch them and any anyone that's half good put it on there like why not right i mean like like you said the joke like oh you know everybody netflix will will or uh, have every everything on there yeah like this is like a good example of well, there's a reason why to have everything on there because occasionally a gem like this will come through, yeah. like this or Stranger Things or something like that. Occasionally, right. gems like these will fall through. You just gotta sift through all the shit to get to the diamond <laughs> yeah. in the rough. So to yeah, speak. and I've seen some shit things on Netflix that I've given a chance, and I'm like, wow, this is bad. Yeah, but uh... <clears throat> so there's one show before coming to the end. Yep, we're almost to the end of the show. There's one show that I've been watching a little bit, like during my downtime or when I'm working or doing homework. I have been watching Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares, the original British version, the original British one. I've been watching that show. So you know how Gordon Ramsay's an asshole, right? Yeah, yeah. First of all, that's like a staple of all cooks and chefs. But is he playing a character? No, I don't. I I don't think he is. Here's why, because. Almost all chefs and cooks are assholes. Yeah, They're they like are. That. They are. Like my mother, <clears throat> there was a brief time when I worked at the same restaurant as my mother. I was a dishwasher. She was a cook, uh-huh. and she was an asshole because that's just you know what they are. So I do not believe he is really playing. I I I believe that they tell him to amp it up maybe sometimes, but I believe that's for the most part him. But you always think about like Gordon Ramsay is such an asshole. Gordon Ramsay is such a fucking asshole. He's such a fucking prick. Then you watch a show from, like, the beginning of, like, season one, and you see some of the shitty people he's come across and all the shitty owners that just don't listen to him, and they make such poor decisions that even somebody like me, who has no experience managing, like, a restaurant, would be like, yeah, that's a stupid fucking idea. Like, these people just, like, backtalk him and tell him no i'm not doing this i'm not doing that like and then in the end of the show after he's left and done his all his business he comes back and they've gone back to their old ways of doing things that don't work and they're losing business they don't know why you kind of understand why he's such a fucking asshole you kind of understand why he's a pissy pissy person a little bit his some of his one-liners though what are you a fucking muppet (laughs) i heard him say are you a muppet so many times over the past couple seasons like he's got like he's got like he's got like one-liners that i think he uses at his like restaurants and stuff Uh like that and he thinks somebody's like dude i'm gonna use that in the next season yeah and he just uses that for like two seasons it's great i mean i get it like i'm fully aware of the fact that in those shows they producers probably tell some of like the uh staff and everything like that to act a certain way sometimes or to like oh this is your personality well once you amp it up like by five so we can get a good good episode and stuff like that but it's fucking entertaining it's really entertaining to watch gordon ramsay call him a fucking twat for like the fifth time in an episode it's great it's great stuff it's great tv <laughs> yeah i'm not big into it but uh Kristen, my wife is she likes it she watches she watches a lot of the celebrity <laughs> cooking shows and it's like it, I used to watch Bar Rescue on Spike TV. I used to watch, and I used to really be into that show for like a few seasons. And I realized watching this show is like he, John Tafford, hosts a Bar Rescue, basically stole the idea from Gordon Ramsay, uh. and then like just centered around bars. I was like, oh, okay, it's literally the same concept. So it's entertaining TV. I I got sucked into it. I really did. 
Whatever works, brother. Whatever works. Good show, sir. Good show. It's good to be back. It's good to fun fun to get in front of a microphone and bullshit. I'm glad your balls are okay. Yeah, me too. I'm, I tried not to bust them too much this episode. So. Yeah, that would be like I. I'd be I was, back it in would the be ironic. It I'd would be, be back in the hospital. Yeah, get my boss fond of again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it happens. Quick, Scott, bust my balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So why don't you uh, let the people know how they can get a hold of For Your Distraction. If you guys want to get a hold of For Your Distraction, email us, distraction at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and iTunes. Search For Your Distraction at Podcast FYD. We're on SoundCloud and we're on iTunes. We are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. So head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. That is our official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network. Uh, we would also like to thank the beer of the show. Oh, yes, the beer of the show. DNA to RNA. RNA to Porter. Brewed by Patrick Lackey at the Hop Asylum Brewery in New Wilmington, PA. Good shit. So, I got a question. Before yeah. We, before we finish, just like a little closing question. Okay. Do you think it's ever going to be okay to watch movies or tv shows that star old asshole actors that we used to love but now we hate such as oj simpson kevin spacey bill cosby do you think it's ever gonna come back around and be like yeah we know they were that but their shows were still entertaining like because i was i was trying to watch naked gun a few weeks ago and in like all the naked gun movies before oj simpson was tried for those those murders he um he was what before he was tried for uh, the murder of you know when he was on trial he was uh-huh. yeah you know he was on trial he was acquitted but oj simpson the yes. football player yes why what did i say no, I'm fucking with you. I was oh, okay, pre- I thought I was pretending not to know me, what you're talking you about. You had me freaked out. I was like, did I say the, the wrong name? The point is, everybody in the world knows about yes, O.J. Simpson. Okay, I, I was know. playing dumb, like, oh, who? Yeah. No. Well, like, I was trying to watch Naked Gun, and every time he came up on the screen, I was like, I, 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 I don't know if I can laugh. I don't know if I can enjoy this anymore. So, do you think it's ever gonna? There's ever gonna be a time where those kind of shows and the actors of those shows ever, maybe not the actors themselves, but their roles will ever be redeemed? Um. You see, yeah, I don't, I don't care about that. I would probably still watch Naked Gun. I like it. I would probably still watch Usual Suspects with Kevin Spacey and some of those other assholes. The one that has really, really hurt me is I've tried to watch episodes of The Cosby Show, and I've had a really, really hard time because I love The Cosby Show, and Doctor Huxtable is just like this wholesome like great father and husband and just all-around good person and now that we know what a fucking scumbag bill cosby really is it just like ruins the show for me little did you know he was uh knocking women out with his yeah like he was doing it back then and then going and filming the show that i loved as a kid like it just it's tainted for me now and i loved the cosby show and it's it's ruined. It's ruined for me. As far as the other guys go, the t- the movies, I don't care about watching them one way or the other. Really, it doesn't so, bother me. Scott doesn't care. Good I to don't. know. I don't care. I don't care. I only care about your balls getting better. <laughs>